The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Lyrically, I'm supposed to represent unstoppable. End of president, crease to the max. John John jeans, converse sucks, belt buckle chain. Sometimes Rich with Ken from the ATL show. We're gonna go real quick through the not so quick, but uh we're gonna do the AFC East, talk about that. Also we also have a coach's corner, a minute with Ken. And I do wanna talk about some uh free agency signings of the basketball. So we'll get that rolling. Uh, as always got my partners in crime, if this is a crime. Coach B. Sometimes it is. What's cracking? What's cracking? I hope everybody had a nice fourth. I'm still recuperating. What about Ken? Ken, you you all right? You making it? Uh, I'm making it, man. But, you know, like I said, <laughs> just give me about another week and I'll be all right. <laughs> so y'all fourth was off the chain. I, I, I can honestly say mine was, too. My fourth was done, man. I was, uh, I went over uh, to Donald's house, man. It was, it, it was, I was done. I'm telling you. It's a good thing I didn't drive. I can say that. Well, so what you about? I know, Ken, you you in the ATL. Oh, I know you yeah. out. You say you need four more days to recover. I, I need about four more days to go to dry out. Wow, wow, that bad, huh? <laughs> that's bad. That's like that's all. Shoot, I don't know what you was drinking. Hey, ATL, boy, this is the place you want to be at for a holiday weekend, right here. Okay. Wow. Well, I'm glad you guys had a safe. A safe Fourth of July. Um, yeah, it's very safe. Okay, that's that's a good deal, man. That's a good deal. We talked uh, last week about the. Uh, you know what? Let me say this first. Why are NFL players are so dumb? How are you uh, continually getting in trouble? I don't, I don't even want to talk about. It. I just want to throw that out, man. But well, just leave that for coach's corner because coach got some beef right now. Okay, well we leave that for the coach's yeah. corner because uh, I can't I, I can't understand it, man. These guys are idiots. Yeah. Yeah, idiots, man. I mean, the blueprint has already been said. But we'll, we'll, we'll get into that in the coach's corner on the next yeah. segment. When we come back from break, we'll, we'll hit that. Then we go back into some more AFC. But right I now. I want you guys to think about something real quick. Sorry, Kwame. How big right. is Nike? How big is Nike? Nike? Yes, because when you're watching, I'm watching. I was watching ESPN earlier, and there's Nike switches all over the ESPN thing. But that's what that's what they do, man. You, you pay to get that uh you pay for that type of stuff right there, and not only Nike, but you can say you can also look at Adidas. But Nike is huge, man. Nike, uh, I think Nike got out the game of the NFL, so Reebok could take over because they really didn't need it. I mean, they was well, aren't, aren't all the aren't all the major free agencies sponsored by Nike this year? I think so. I think well, um, except for Chris Bosh. I think with Chris Bosh got Adidas, don't he? Yeah, with exception of Chris Bosh, I think everybody else is Nike. D-Wade, LeBron, Amari, Mello, Mello, Carlos yeah. Boozer. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's Nike. Nike. Yep. 
Marcus All right, well, we'll get into that later. Um, but they are huge, Coach. AFC East standards. Let, I'm going to go down a list right here. Uh, the Patriots clinched the divisions. The Jets made the playoffs. Then you had the Dolphins and the Bills. The Dolphins went on the run for a little while. Bills finished 6-10. and 10. Dolphins were 7-9. and nine. But, in, but the Patriots, uh, being the cream of the crop in that division, were they the better team? Let me ask you guys this. Were they the better team in that division, AFC East? Because the Jets finished 9-7, and seven, Patriots 10-6. and six. If you remember, I think the Jets played the Patriots the first game and they beat them. But then they went on a, not immediately after that game, but probably two or three games later, they went on a three-game losing streak. So where are the Patriots, I'm not looking at the 10-6 and six record, the better team in that division? In my, in your opinion, and I go with you, Coach. Well, overall, I mean, you're looking at the vision. You know, you Patriots are the cream of the crop. Unfortunately, you know, last year that that Jets defense, which is able to put a lot of um, pressure on a lot of people. You know, with, you know, with Revis as the shutdown corner, shutting down your receivers with less than 500 yards and 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 receptions. Um, you know, it's going to be real interesting to see what can the Patriots do this season and the Jets do this season. You know, with the, with the, with the insurgents of Miami, Buffalo is Buffalo. I don't think Buffalo um, will be able to, to compete this year because they still don't have a quarterback. Do they have a running game? They don't have a quarterback. They have a halfway decent defense. They have very good special teams. You know, Miami, yeah, I agree with you. I still see Buffalo finishing last in the standards, but uh, the Dolphins and Chad Henney came in and he didn't do a bad job. He came in and he understands the sense, but once you get Ronnie Brown back, they have one of the best running games in the, uh, the AFC East. They had one of the best running games in the league with Ronnie Brown and um, Ricky Williams. Uh, what's the guy? Um, Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams, sorry. But they had one of the best running backs, uh, running games in the league. They've added Brandon Marshall, um, but but the Patriots, though, and the Patriots being the top, uh, finishing the top, finishing the conference uh, leaders. Uh, they got they got questions and problems. They might have to answer too. Their defense wasn't always that good. Uh, I know Wes Rucker had shoulder surgery, and he also had a MCL and an ACL. But you got to think about a guy like Wes Rucker. He's self-made. So uh, I would, whatever he's doing to get ready, I want to count him out. And I, I think I read in some article that he and uh, Tom Brady was throwing out here on the West Coast somewhere. So he's moving along quick. So you can't discount them. But no, I mentioned earlier their defense. Their defense wasn't always the, the the cream of their team. It was more the offense could put enough points up where their defense can fly fast and play fast and and, and make those type of plays. And it's a team effort. But in 2011, Tom Brady may be up for uh, – he's going to make 3-5 this year as a quarterback. He's he's one of the few players and people in the league that can make it to the end of his contract. But he's going to make 3-5. But next year they're talking about franchising. Do you franchise a guy like Tom Brady? And, Ken, you can elaborate on uh, on the question that, right, that I just asked and also what you think about the AFC East, what the, uh, who's the best team in there. Oh, I mean, arguably the AFC East is the best division in NFL football, arguably. You got, AFC East? Yes, NFL, the AFC East. Uh, you got – Three teams here who can possibly, uh, of course, you can have your division winner, and of course, two teams, uh, either 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 of these three, two of these three teams can arguably be the playoff wild card teams as well. Um, right. I mean, you talking about 
three teams that's definitely going to be over 500. Uh, maybe nine and seven or uh, ten and six and above, but the winner of this division, I'm predicting, predicting that the Jets is definitely going to go about twelve and four. This is the team I'm going to ride all the way to the Super Bowl in the AFC, and I'm putting that out there right now. Um, I mean, just, I'm, I'm not going to argue with you on that one, but I'm a whole reserve judgment. How close later. were they to beating Indianapolis? About the a Jets. good, about a good what? One cornerback maybe short. Exactly. They go out and they got Revis and get what they need to to beat uh, the Patriots. And then you bring in Santonio. You bring in uh, uh, LT, who might see a resurgence uh, in his game. And then you bring in a couple other free agents. You know, you put, and your kicker. Uh, remember, the kicker let him down also, and they bring in Nick Folk as well. So this is definitely a team that can definitely beat the Patriots and beat uh, the Indianapolis Colts uh, convincingly this year and reach the Super Bowl. But don't sleep on the Dolphins. Dolphins brought in Brandon Marshall, this guy, what, 21 catches in one game who can go out there and get you 100 receptions, 6-5, a beast to handle. This man's going to abuse that Patriots uh, defense who's going to be hurting that cornerback this year. So um, look for the Dolphins and the Jets to really make some noise in this division that's been ruled by the Patriots for a long time. And as far as the Patriots with Tom Brady, uh, this is not a rush right now. They can always franchise this man this coming next season. Um, he's not going anywhere. They're going to get a long-term deal worked out. Uh, but yeah, I think it just needs to be patience right now. Coach, you want to add on to that? Well, my thought, my thought process on it all is look at the point differential, differential in that division. You know, Miami and Buffalo in the negative is you known. Miami giving up, you know, their def- they're having more points scored against them than they're scoring on the field. Um, so with the addition of Carlos Dansby at that linebacker position, um, you know, I think that that helps him out a little bit, solidifies the linebacker with Channing Crowder, a little bit more experience back there. You know, Dansby's been in that, um, with that, with the Arizona Cardinals for the last four years, able to be in the Super Bowl, play in the playoffs. He was franchised two of those years. Huh? He was franchised two of those years for no reason right. at all. But I'm glad right. he's able to move on. Go ahead. So he's able to, to, to bring, you know, so now, you know, with Miami being a negative 30 in point differentiation from last season, you know, I think that, you know, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a, those three teams, are, are three, anybody can win that, can win the AFC East this year. You know, Miami, you know, with Chad Henning, like y'all said, Chad Henning, Brandon Marshall, um, you know, uh, they, they, got, they got rid of Ted Ginn Jr. Um, you know, it's a, it's a good situation for Miami to, to, come, to come under the radar a little bit. And be successful, you know. With New England and the Jets, you know, they, their offense scored more points than their defense gave up, which is always a good thing. Right. You know, that means there was a plus forty-one, forty-two New England, a plus one twelve for for the Jets. I think if Miami can turn it around a little bit with Chad Henney, a healthy Ronnie Brown, you know, Ricky Williams has just been consistent for the last four years in Miami. I mean, no, there's no team, no running back in the National Football League has been as consistent as for as filling in like Ricky Williams the last four years of the National Football League, to me. So, you know, and also fantasy-wise, you know, they bring a lot of uh, plus to the, to, to, to the division and uh-huh. to, uh, to fantasy owners. So it's going to be awesome. It's going to be an awesome year in the AFC East. I don't think New England's going to win it. I think the Jets will win it, and I think Miami come in second. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I agree with both of you guys. I think that this is the uh, the FC East will belong to the uh, the Jets. They made a lot of great transitions, and if you remember, we talked a lot in the basketball where the Dallas Mavericks didn't do anything to compete in a conference or in the league where uh, you get to play against the Stars uh, or a certain team maybe four times you can't compete with them. But I think the Jets did a lot of off season uh, additions 
to be the um, AFC leader, to not even clinch the playoffs, but as Ken said, maybe represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. I'm not going to go as far as that right now, but I'm not going to say they can't do it because they have everything in place. They have a confidence coach. They have a pressure defense. Um, they added a running back. They added a running back that's uh, uh, probably one of the one of the best that ever did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they added uh, San Antonio Holmes, if I'm not mistaken. And and he brought in uh, Joe McKnight for your staff. And, and Joe McKnight. They, uh, but they've done, every, they've done everything to put the pieces and the puzzles in place. Yep. Um, my thing with the Jets is uh, the owner, the GM, is Tannenbaum. And he did such a great job of putting this team together, but this nucleus together. But can he keep them together? Because mm-hmm. Revis wants what Osamongo have um, out in Oakland. He says he's the best or if not the best, one of the best uh, corners in the league. So he's on a he has a three year he has three years left on his deal, but this year he's gonna make one year make one million on a deal, uh, and he's going against all the best receivers in the game and shutting them down. Mm-hmm. You also you know, understand this one thing real quick too is that you know we're gonna take a break and we'll come back. I'll let you get on that. Uh, we come back, we finish up that but I do want to get into the coach's corner when we come right back and finish up the AFC. This is a test. How many rappers out here wanna bring some? Dunk them in the water, dunk, dunk them in the water. Haters ain't issues, so I flush them down and The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Are you ready for a fresh, candid, and entertaining look at sports? It's time for a radio show that doesn't tackle sports like everyone else. Join former NFL player Nick Murphy for Murphy's Law. Hear it directly from your favorite pro and collegiate athletes, coaches, and media personalities as they dissect what's going on in the world of sports. It's sports, entertainment, and fun, and it's all part of Murphy's Law. Tune in Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Ken, you made a comment about the AFC being one of the toughest conferences. I, I, 
I can understand where you're coming from because anytime you win 11 games, you should expect to win, uh, get into the playoffs. But in that conference, I've seen it a couple times since uh, uh, I've been playing that teams were 11 and five, maybe 10 and six, and not even making the playoffs. They can't even get a wild card. So I can understand what you mean when you're coming from, and not to, and to add on that the Patriots, the Jets, and the Dolphins are um, a formidable opponents. I can understand where you're coming from when they say you, that's might might be one of the toughest conference. Mm-hmm. Now we won't go to the coaches' corner with coach best, right uh, now. It possibly can have some of the best receivers and cornerback in this whole division as well. I mean, you got to remember the Jets went out and got uh, Antonio Cromartie to go with uh, Revis, but guess what? In the draft, they probably could have picked one of the top two cornerbacks coming out of the draft in Kyle Wilson, who arguably can be better than Joe Hayden out of Florida. Right of Florida, yeah. It was a guy. It was a guy in. Um, um, Boise, there was a pretty good corner, there, but I think he ended up picked up later. But yeah, they yeah, easily did that. I mean, we'll, we'll get back into that, but we want to hit that coach's corner right quick so we can get that in, and then we we get back on our AFC. Mm-hmm. I got beef. The coach's corner is all about beef today. You know, starting off with uh, Demarcus Russell. I don't know what his situation is, what his mindset is. I mean, you 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 get caught with a scissor. I mean, geez, OP. What's the <laughs> I mean, you know, you you you're not, you're not Little Wayne. You caught mobile. You get caught in big steam, and with some scissor. I mean, what? I don't understand it. You know, you know. Then you got you got the AD over down in Florida, and the University of Florida oh. Evans resigns after a DUI. I understand having a DUI, but you got a 28 year old, 27 year old woman next to you with some red panties on your forehead, <laughs> you know, and then you tell, the, you tell the police, I am the AD at, at Georgia. Okay, you know, my, my biggest problem is is media, society. We always want to label an ath- a black athlete a black athlete or a black AD or a black this. Or, why can't he just be a regular person? Because white people, black people, Spanish, everybody make mistakes. Everybody do stupid things in their life. So stop labeling people by the color of their skin and labeling them by the stupidity they are. A stupid, right. a stupid, a stupid man, a stupid person was arrested in Georgia. As a, the stupid AD at the um, University of Georgia was arrested, something like that. But stop putting the word black in front of every time, every athlete or every person who does something wrong because they're they are of uh, are of color. To me, it's ridiculous. It's stupid, and I, I'm just tired of hearing it. Well, you you know uh, that's a great uh, segment, Coach. I appreciate that. But you know uh, that's how they're doing it now through the media is to keep us just uh, to. to to show some type of separation, uh, you have to put. They put a. You don't have to do it, but they do put a color on it. And I agree with you 100. percent Just say the athletic director from Georgia. If you want to know what color or race or creed or religion he is and all that, go look it up. Just say athletic director from Georgia was, uh, you know, found with such and such. I don't, I don't know about the red panties on the head, but you know, he found with red panties on the head. Uh, right. And he was still I mean, able. Incredible part, he was still able to get paid and or settle not as much as he would have gotten, but to settle out. I think he uh, ended up with two hundred thousand dollars just to leave the job. But it's more damage than two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand dollars is not enough money to fix your um, fix your um, what is it, your um, his credibility back up, right. uh, fix his image back up, and he that's more damage than in itself. I mean, I do understand. Like, get me wrong. I do understand being the first black athletic director in the, in the big in the SEC is a big thing, you know. Well, but Sylvester had unfortunately to be the first black head coach in SEC. Also, um, right. you know, it's just like, you know, I understand to be the first to be the first to be the first. It's great to have all that, you know, that I guess that that attention by being the first. But don't be the first one to mess up. Yeah. You know. You know, the Demarcus Russell. 
in home, not doing anything. There's opportunities. I, not, I, I, the man's not even training, not even trying to get yeah, He stole money from the NFL. He is the biggest bust ever to walk, to get drafted, to walk across stage in New York in Madison Square Garden for the draft. He supersedes Ryan Leaf by, 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 by hundreds and thousands of degrees, honestly. And drew he, interest from the Jets. Can you guess? Yeah. I, well, I know. That's what I was going to say. Uh, the, the Jets were uh, inquiring about this guy. But now I guess well, we see why he every, every year he showed up fat and out of shape because that's what he's on that does to you. That's what everybody wants to be like Lil Wayne. Yeah, that's why Lil Wayne locked up. Yeah, syrup. I mean, that syrup can put at least about twenty, thirty, forty pounds on you. That's what it is. It's sugar. But, but it's you know, I got a boot camp, so I'm gonna try to get all these guys at my boot camp, and you know, we'll we'll see. I get that weight off them. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man. I do. That was a great segment. That was a great coach's corner. But I do got a problem with uh, uh, these athletes, man. They still getting in trouble over. There's some stuff that kids should be getting in trouble over. It's, it's, it's nonsense, man. But he is a kid. He's a big kid. Yeah, but come on. At some point, okay. Let's, for instance, let's go. To, let's go to the quarterback, Demarcus Russell. He is a big kid. He came out early his junior year. Had a great. Um, before he won the national championship at LSU, came comes out. At this, at some point, those same agents and people who are trying to get him millions of dollars, shouldn't there be people around him to take care of him and to know to show him the do's and don'ts about? Um, this, this is a different world. The national football league is a different world. Once you get in it, it it's it's a whole different world. It's not so you you expect everybody to take care of you and do the right things, but they don't care because once they get their their percentage out of you. Then it's on you. Now you have to go back to them and get lawyers and stuff, and pay more money for stuff you can control. That's why we got rookie symposiums. That's why we have these uh, these uh, uh, leadership board, these boards and stuff, where we explain to them the choices, decisions, consequences you have to go through that you might go through that you can avoid. Like, for example, Michael Vick. And now I just heard Michael Vick might be throwing a party in D.C. That was on the fourth. He was throwing a party, but he just got in. His name just got mentioned in some trouble in Virginia. So why would you do that? You can't be around known felons. You don't know who's going to show up to have a, a felony. So now that puts you in trouble again. Like there's a 25 year, like a running back, Quinn Ganther from Redskins last year, just got released this morning by Seattle. I don't know who Seattle has a running back, but they ain't got nobody but Julius Jones. They released, they released my man from USC, uh, Lindell White, and they released Quinn Ganther this morning for getting, for getting in trouble. Well, they got Leon Washington there. Leon Washington today, he's yeah, ready. He's coming, off, he said he's coming off an injury, but uh, all the reports say he's ready to go. The problem I have is, guys, listen. If any athletes are listening to us, listen, guys. If you're drinking, get one of your cronies out with you not to drink. Pay them the money that you, whatever you do, tell them not to drink so you can drive you where you need to go so you don't get DUIs. It doesn't make sense for you to have a DUI at all. It, it, it doesn't stop being stupid, because I think you're stupid. If you was in my face, I'll call you stupid, because I'm not worried about you doing anything. Because if you do something, you'll be real stupid. You sound violent, man. Stuff. You sound violent. It's too early for that, right? You know, it's dumb. It's dumb. Why do you, why these, these every, they, they know that they, the cops want you anyway, because you're an athlete, you got money, you got girls with you. They don't pull you over no matter if they can. Why are you drinking and driving? It doesn't make sense to me. You know, um, you, one of the things you said in, in the coach's corner segment, uh, I, I agree with. I, I don't know why people do this. Um, and, then, you know, after these famous people, when you get pulled over and, and you say, I'm such and such, I'm such and such, 
that's gonna get you more in trouble. That's another. That's more of a story than anything that I'm just putting over a regular guy. Now I'm giving you a ticket, and now I'm, I'm giving you a sobriety test. Now I'm definitely gonna test you. It, that don't work. That works less times than it does. Um, you can say I'm, I'm the AD for the Georgia, and he may get off, but he, but he's a black AD from Georgia, and he's still in the South. Yeah, you can say all that stuff, but that don't get you off a lot of times. Mm-hmm. If, you've been a, if you've been a, um, in the community or in society uh, and been a modern citizen, I can see police police letting you off or you know for some silly stuff, maybe a slap on the wrist. But when you've always done something wrong and you continue to get in trouble, how many times do you get to get in trouble before you seriously hurt yourself or hurt somebody else? So it, it kind of it's nonsense to me. And I, I will probably be one of the first ones to say, um, when you get pulled over, don't say, do you know who I am? I'm quite molested for such and such, such. That's just dumb to me. Now I'm going to pull you over. Now I'm going to take you in. Yep. Well, you I'm know what one of the biggest I'm, problems I'm gonna get my 15 minutes of fame no matter what. One of the yeah. biggest problems was with that also is this man coach, I mean, can't. got an info commercial for DUI for drinking and driving recently, and it was broadcasted. And he went on, on national TV in Georgia for saying this, and look what he goes out and does. So it's right. Like, oh, you know, so this is one of the reasons why he was phased to resign. But he was definitely getting uh, scrutinized already before this. The program hasn't been doing that well. Uh, the Georgia Bulldogs have fe- fallen off uh, tremendously in the SEC. So he was already taking a lot of heat for that he already. He, he wasn't supposed to start till yesterday. His, his as an AD, wasn't supposed to start till yesterday. And he's, he's married, but he had a 28-year girl, and um, and his car with. He got arrested two uh, hours before his He had red underwear on his head. Yeah, underwear on his head. Well, it was on his lap, but it was, yeah, it was in his lap. But still, might as well be on your head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's yeah. in your lap, the cop walking up to the car. I mean, he can't even you know toss it under the seat or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, don't, I don't. I don't get it, man. I mean, stuff gonna happen to you, but when you cause it to happen to yourself and. You're just being careless because you think you're at a certain level in your life, a certain certain peak in your life where you're not going to get in trouble. And that's when those guys need to get in trouble the most because then and, – and then and it goes back into what we were saying earlier. It bothers me when uh, professional athletes are now still getting in trouble over the same thing. This may be your first offense about it or on it, but it's been done before. You know the consequences of what's going to happen to you. You've seen it happen to somebody before. There's a blueprint to staying out of trouble, to getting into trouble. There's a blueprint to doing everything the right way. Mm-hmm. You only going to play football. Man, you, you always want to play away from football. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's probably a two, three years at the max. You mm-hmm. can't go three to ten years. And if you do more, then that's icing on the cake. You can't go three to ten years without getting in trouble or just doing your job. That's the bothering. That's the bothering part. Yeah. Um, because once you're done with the football, okay, you're getting in trouble while you while you playing. Now you're wasting all this money getting out of the trouble. Once you're done with football, they don't care about you. So now you have all these all these football players or athletes, I should say, uh, getting in major trouble, robbing banks. Uh, this uh, Hall of Fame guy's son just robbed the bank. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen that story, but it's crazy. Uh, that they can still get in trouble over the same thing, even though it's their first offense. But it's been done before, and you know the troubles, you know the consequences of it. The biggest dummy I think of, of, of no, Marcus Russell right now. You know, I go back to Nate Newton. Nate Newton gets pulled over with a van full of marijuana. Right. Gets out of trouble by that six months later. Well, no, no, like three months later, gets pulled over with another van full. 
you're a Hall of Fame guard for a three-time Super Bowl champion. You're going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer no matter what. Yeah. And yet you get in all this trouble over something, over quickly. But, you know, I don't understand the rationale of, of people because I know a lot of people, with a lot of people, Kwame, and, 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 and Ken, I know you know men who, guys who, who work nine to fives, who go to work, who go to, who were great athletes in high school and in college, who would bite at the bit to get the opportunity to play in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You, I, you, know, you when you say that, I think well, because I tell people all the time, there was guys in my neighborhood that was way better athletes than me, but they wanted what they wanted right now. And, right. and you know, I still call those guys my friend because they do teach you life lessons. If you pay attention and, and keep your eyes open, uh, your ears open, your mouth shut. These guys who are getting in trouble, they'll show you that this is not the way to go. And if you want to travel that road, then there's your, you made a decision. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's, let's take a break, man. We'll come back. I, I, you know, I really can't hear the music. I don't know what's going on. but we'll take, This is the Kwame Lodge of the Sports. Sometimes Rich came from the ATL. We'll be back in about two minutes. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first Internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. PM Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Come. 
Sometimes Mitch, we can from the ATL. We're gonna we're gonna start this segment off with a minute we can, and uh, we get into some other stuff. I know he always comes with something good. Oh yeah, you got it, Ken. All right, minute we can. Today, my minute is gonna be about the biggest all-star snub in baseball history, Joey Votto. Joey Votto. This man is leading. Uh, he's top four in uh, in home runs, slugging percentage, on base percentage. RBIs. This man could possibly be a, a triple crown winner this year, and this man was snubbed for the All-Star game. How do you leave out Joy Votto, who's having probably one of the best years uh, in, in the National League this year? Come on. This is, this is an injustice. I know it's a fan vote game, but we need to do something to make sure that guys like this, you know, you got Pujols, yes, uh, and uh, and uh, Ryan Howard there at first base as well. But there's got to be something in place for baseball to take. Okay, you snub one of the best players in the National League this year, uh, and and leave them off the All Star ballot. Uh, it, it's just it, it just blows my mind right now. I'm still uh, trying to not fathom how this man was left off this this uh, this team. I mean. This has got to be one of the worst snubs ever. So guess what he does? He just goes out and proves them that they got it wrong by goes out and plays the Mets yesterday and belts two home runs. Like, here, take that, Charlie Manuel. You're going to be the all-star coach. So this is what you get for leaving me off. So that's my minute. What do you guys feel about Votto? I, you know what? I agree with you, but I can tell you, um, and I, I, was, I was reading up on that uh, yesterday, and I saw some of it a little bit early this morning, but I can tell you how they left them all. Does he sell jerseys? Does anybody know about him? All this guy does is a blue-collar guy. He goes out there and work and work. That's why it shouldn't be so much of a um, a fan participation. It's almost like the uh, the uh, you know Aloha Bowl and all that stuff. Those the other bowl, the other All-Star games where the fan has so much uh, vote. Their vote counts so much into who goes and who doesn't. So uh, a guy like that, coaches got coaches and players and his peers. Uh, have to come in and step in and say he should be here, and then there should be a spot for him because I know in the, in the National Football League, let's just say I'm on a certain team and my coach goes, he has the right to pull another player up. Uh, so that's a guy. That's one of the guys right there who should be pulled up. This guy works hard all off season. Uh, comes into the coming to the season and does exactly what he's supposed to do, helping his team win baseball games, and then he can't be rewarded to the midseason. And he's having a better year than Pujols and Ryan Howard is what blows my mind. I mean, this right. man is hitting three twelve, uh, first in home runs nineteen, on base percentage four twelve, RBIs fifth fifty seven. I mean, this guy is is crushing uh, numbers. I mean, forget about triple crown. This man can finish first place in in four or five categories this year. But and you snub the man like this? Come on. Yeah. I mean, we already know. Uh, how the commissioner is. Uh, I mean, he has to find a way to put this man. But he is leading the vote getter for that final spot uh, that uh, that everybody votes for at the end there. So hopefully, uh, but it shouldn't even come down he, to that with those yeah, numbers. It shouldn't come down to that exactly. It can't always be a fan favor. You can't all. I mean, you can. That's that's why uh, what Coach was saying last week with the with the uh, soccer team. We like a lot of faces so people can see America got superstars, but we don't got superstars that can play. Go get those young guys who can run. Go get the young guys who have the numbers and who's doing it. You don't always have to have the face of a, a franchise. You can have 11 guys on the field um, like the Patriots. I mean, they do have a face, but you don't know who the superstars are because they go out there and do it as a team. Um, and like this guy, um, he's not Albert Pujols. He's not a uh, – 
He's not all these guys with the big names, but he go out there and get the job done. And he should have a place in the All-Star game. And how about my surprise rookie of the year uh, preseason pick, Jason Hayward. Uh, Hayward? How classic was that to see this guy voted in as a starter, as a rookie, 20-year-old rookie at that, and uh, not be able to play? Shame. Do the injury. You, you be right on, man. Ken, you yeah. be right on with your, uh, with your picks. Um, but my, we also wrote down that you picked the um, – you got the Jets in the Super Bowl. That's right. That's I don't know if you had them winning, that's, but – That's my next one. I'm in there. Yeah, no, it's so it's so political, man, and that you know that messes up a whole lot of things. Where you put the money first, and you put the money first, you can't concentrate on what's uh, what you even got into it for. As soon as I so if I can get you ten thousand dollars, so you uh, here's the money first, and you haven't done anything, and you forget why you got into it. You got ten thousand dollars for nothing. So you, these guys and 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 it being political, um, they forget why these players on all season. I think they just sitting at home. These guys are working their hardest to be the best, and their their contracts they may have in their contracts. If I make this many All Star games, I'm, I get a bonus. So they keep a lot of guys out that way, and that's the politics of it. You keep a lot of guys out of the uh, All Star game. You keep a lot. Of, you keep guys out from reaching a certain amount of games during the season, so you don't have to pay them, but you still got them for two or three years. And then with baseball, their money is guaranteed. That's the benefit to the players, is everything is guaranteed. They sign today. They don't want to play tomorrow. That money is guaranteed to them. Let me ask you, what's given players who goes out here like a Joy Votto, who goes out here during the offseason, does what he has to do to be one of the best, to be better than Pujols and, and, and Ryan Howard, and he, he puts in all this work and he comes into the season, he does what he has to do, doesn't complain, he shows up every game, you can count on him when you need him, um, and then all of a sudden you get snubbed. What does that do to you, his morale? You know what? Um, He's self-made anyway. He can't. There's nothing they can do to him. Uh, He probably expects not to um, for them to do something shaky. Now he expects to make the All Star because everything he does, he expects to happen to him because he works on it. He works for it. But he also expects it to be some nonsense mixed into the game. Uh, As far as his morale, um, what he what he do yesterday? Go hit two home runs. Uh, you know what he does now? He say, I'll show you that I'm better than all the All-Stars in there. So I don't see his game uh, slacking in any way. He come back and, you know, I think he's averaged a 318 average. He has 21 home runs, uh, 59 RBIs, and he's not an All-Star. So he's just going to double that up for uh, the remainder of the season, try to keep his boys in the hunt for at least a, a run in the playoffs. Well, you know, it also goes, guys, every league, major league baseball, basketball, we know NFL, it's not about what you do during the season. It's all about who you who you are, what team you play on, and and who wants to put you in the All-Star or, or Pro Bowl or any of that stuff. We can go back, and I'm not, just because you're my boy, Kwame, don't mean nothing. You know, I've, you've been my boy for 20-some-odd years. But we can go back when you was with the Cardinals. You was a, you was, to me, you was a perennial Pro Bowl. You did what you needed to do every week to help the Arizona Cardinals be successful. It wasn't your problem that, you know, the offense couldn't score points. And right. you didn't have no you didn't have a whole bunch of help on the front end and the, the front seven. You know, so but yet Brian Dawkins still made a pro bowl every year. You never even got a pro bowl pro bowl look. Even a year you had nine interceptions in the same in the season four in the same game, you didn't even get a look at as in the Pro Bowl. And everybody yeah. was talking about that was a snub. Why didn't you make the Pro Bowl? Because you wasn't Brian Dawkins. You didn't play for the Philadelphia Eagles. 
To well, me, I played for the uh, Arizona Cardinals, and I was a Pro Bowl alternate twice. So, but I did play for the Arizona Cardinals, and you, everything you said, you hit the nail on the head. Um, and these guys, Rod Wilson, uh, Darren Wilson, uh, uh, Brian Dawkins, they came up to me during the game because we played these guys. I said, you're having a great year. This is your year. You'll make the Pro Bowl. They know they weren't going, um, but they didn't count it out because my numbers topped every safety in the league. I was number one in the NFL as uh, interceptions. Um, but that's just how it goes, and that's what we're saying about uh, Joey Votto. And this guy, he's doing everything he's supposed to do. When he come off the bat, he's supposed to put the ball in play, put it out of the park, have his team win, and then he's with Cincinnati. So I don't well, know. Thing, the point I was getting at is the point of it didn't, it didn't stop you in 2000. Right, 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 right. I'm doing the exact same thing. So it, right. it didn't stop, like you said, Ken, it didn't stop Joey from going out last night hitting two home runs. Right. You know, as long as, as an athlete, you know, it's all about some athletes. You know, this isn't this isn't boxing. This isn't UFC. This isn't for individual accolades or a big thing. It's all about what has the team done. What have you done for the team? So, Kwame, it wasn't a big deal for you. Yeah, yeah, you was an alternate, but you weren't a starter, and you were right. a, exactly. a, a first ballot guy. That means a lot. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So, but you no, you hit the nail on the head. You right on because uh, you know, and and I agree with Coach. You just come out and do it again. I just came out next time and did it again. That's it, and that's the key. That's an athlete, and that's a true athlete who loves what they do. So yeah, it's it's, it's, it's unfortunate that he has to go down to the last where they where they make right. these um, <clears throat> last minute ballots, uh, last minute selections, and then he's be, he be the one to get in. Mm-hmm. And that's well, almost like the first person. Yeah, he should tell them keep it right now. For the first What's nine that? positions on All Star League, the first nine starters, whoever the first the leaders are in the first. The first to be the first nine people, the leaders, the leaders, the leaders. Not who the, the fans should have a few votes, yes, but it should be the leaders from from the pitcher to the catcher, all the way, all nine slots should be the leaders, should be the starters on both AL and NL, American League and National League, and then everybody else is fills in from by the manager. And that's not how it's done. Well, listen to this. How about the politics in in this uh, in this way? Look at the, look at it in this direction. You got a guy like that in there can help them win in an All Star game. Do you know the winner in the All Star game gets home field advantage? So that's the politics in it in itself. This guy right. can help them win coming up playing in Cincinnati. He gets voted on All Star. He helps these team. He helps the uh, the American League uh, win. What's Cincinnati? Cincinnati is National League. National League. National League with the uh, Mets. Mm-hmm. Uh, he helped them win, and uh, National League got home field advantage. And his team might not even be in it, but the National League itself has home field advantage throughout the uh, throughout the um, World Series. That's, so that's the politics. You can look at it from any different angle, and it's unfortunate that you have to look at the politics, but it's right there because a guy like uh, Joey Votto is not even in the All-Star yet. And remember, this is a team that finished, uh, what, almost last place in the division, and now they're leading the division. They're, right. This team is not supposed to be in first place uh, with almost a five or six game lead over uh, the Car- St. Louis Cardinals, who's supposed to be winning this division. But no, it's Cincinnati, and this man is having the, one of the best seasons uh, ever for uh, uh, not just a Reds player, but in the National League period. This man has a chance to, to, uh, to finish within the top four in all five categories. And he's uh, we'll come back, man. You hit the nail on the head. That's that's. It's almost crazy. We'll come back on the Quam Life Sports sometime, Rich. We came from the ATL show. We'll be back in two minutes. That was 15 minutes.
school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports joe cribs no average joe is here for you the fan to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports we'll discuss not only the headliners but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today it's a forum for the sports fan hosted by joe cribs a three-time pro bowler with the buffalo bills joe is a 10-year pro football veteran a former southeastern conference most valuable player and a member of the alabama sports hall of fame discuss the topics with joe cribs no average joe mondays at noon eastern 9 a.m pacific on the voice america sports network Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, Grand Am, or even Lama Racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, the host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster around the world to work each week to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing, while also never forgetting the local weekend warriors. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat for the world of racing. Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Power Up Channel. Be there or get a DNF. Is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neill. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Sometimes rich came from the ATL show. Hey, we're gonna talk about uh, basketball free agency in this last thirty seconds in the segment that we get. Um, we gotta get back to my sexy voice segment. No, oh, I know no. a lot of people been missing that. Away with that. I know a lot yeah. of people been missing that. And I know y'all definitely been missing it. Oh no, no, we haven't. Thanks, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you guys this: in the free agency, now for one, if you the Miami Heat, would you, um, Dwayne Wade, come home? Would you not have people out there? Cheering him back, working him back home. Uh, so he he misses a welcome home party. I think he's, they sent the people to the wrong terminal. Well, they commercial, and they thought he was flying back private. I know. Oh no, no, they thought. He, oh, so they they was there early. Yeah. And he didn't. I mean, they I need to get that right. Come on, you got you got a guy who can yeah, who can save the city, just like LeBron that. James. Now I ask you guys' opinion on that. Do LeBron James leave Cleveland? Because a lot of stake with him leaving Cleveland. That would destroy the city financial, business-wise. Uh, and, and it's crazy that one man, one he man. After him. He got to look out after him. He got to, yeah. Gotta, his whole goal is to be a billionaire. He said that. He didn't say anything about no rings. Of course, along the way, he would like to win a championship ring. He would like to be where Kobe is one day. Um, but he said my, his goal is to be a billionaire. Mm-hmm. And he's on that pace. He could do that in Chicago. I think Chicago is where he needs to be at. I mean, but Dwayne Wade is going to Chicago. Dwayne Wade, he's going to Chicago too. Can you imagine a, a, a team with Derrick Rose at one, Dwayne Wade at two, LeBron James at the three, uh, 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 Luol Dang at four, and Yakim Noah at center at five? You can't keep all them. Imagine that. That's a you can't keep all them. There's no way in the world you can get to make that happen. Uh, Dwayne Wade is not a big enough star. 
for LeBron to go where he is, but LeBron's a big enough star for Dwayne to come where he is. Now, Dwayne does have a ring. LeBron doesn't. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about a guy who can... Whoa, 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 whoa. I know you like Dwayne Wade, but when you talk about a guy who can uh, win you about two or three with the right combination in a row, you're talking about a guy named Le- like LeBron James. Put, put Chris Boss with uh, D. Wade down in Miami. He has the same team he had, he'd been having for the past three years. I'm done. Le- Dwayne Wade has been five or the fourth seed in the, in, the, in the East with what he had. You're talking about the East. Um, again, Dwayne Wade has been the four or the five seed in the East by himself alone with the team he's had in Miami. I, no, wait a minute. You, you might have misunderstood me. Now, Dwayne Wade is – Easily the top three or four guys in the league, but I'm just saying as far as who will go for who will go where for whom. Well, Dwayne gonna follow LeBron or LeBron gonna follow Dwayne. That is, I see wherever LeBron goes, Dwayne might. If it's possible to have them two guys on the same team, yeah, I can't see LeBron just saying I'm gonna go play with Dwayne. No, I, I, just well, I can't see it. I'm just saying it, it to me. It just really does. I mean, it, in, if. Dwayne goes with LeBron, LeBron goes with Dwayne. It doesn't make a difference. They still need to get one more person with them. Mm, I don't know, because he did it with Shaq. It was just him. Well, you know what? He, they had Alonzo, too. They had a backup. They had, they had a good, Alonzo uh, Mourning. They, they had uh, Alonzo they had, won that series for them. Did he, they, they, had, they had Antoine Walker. Yeah. Antoine who? Walker. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, at that point in time, they won in 06. That's what they had. Well, well, Joe Johnson stayed with uh, the Hawks. Uh, I think he got 120, and Amari goes to uh, New York for 100 million, and that's the max. I mean, he could have got more in in uh, Phoenix, but you know, I and I commend Amari Stoudemire for uh, being one of the ones out there that's, that's not going to be a follower but a leader. Say, look, I ain't waiting on Dwayne Wade like I mean uh, LeBron James like everybody else out here. I'm going right. to go get my money and sign with the team that I think is going to be the best fit for me that can afford to bring in other players. He's thinking but this about what Amari did. This is what Amari did. Amari said, okay, they they're hunting this year. Next year, Carmelo will be a New York New York Knicks. Carmelo grew up a New York Knicks fan. Uh-huh. He'll be a New York Knicks next year. Yes. Well, they talk about signing. Uh, he's probably he might do the three year extension. So you think it'll be a signing trade next year? Now. He's not going to accept that deal. He's he not, wants he's to go to New York. That. They, well, uh, they say uh, Melo is inked a three year extension. So I'm thinking if he does that, you're not going to. Uh, well, I know Denver don't want him to have a situation where it, what's going on now with these players. But if he does a three year extension, then how could be a signing trade for next year? Why you think he hasn't signed it yet? He's not he signing that extension. Yeah, no, I didn't. I wouldn't think he was signing because uh, he has one more year on his uh, contract, right. and they don't want to be in a situation where they have to pay him the max, or he can just leave um, next year and put them in that bond. Mm-hmm. He can make more money going somewhere else. This man is a superstar. He can. He's one of those few players that can afford to turn down a max deal with their team and go somewhere else, play for less money on the contract side, but he's going to make a lot more money when it, when it comes to endorsements. He's going to make right, and then, and he's about to get married too. He and uh, what's what's her name? Lala. Uh, uh, Lala, they're about to get married too. Yeah, and he wants. To well, yeah, you, know, you know what? In New York, Kamala Anthony, Lala in New York. That's a good fit. With uh, with uh, Amari and um, New York, Tony Parker, Amari Stoudemire this year, and next year they'll have Kamala Anthony. 
Tony Parker would be a great. You know what? San Antonio Spurs don't deserve Tony Parker anymore because they would have won. They would have won more games with him in the lineup. Um, that guy, the, the backup, George Hill. Who has the name of the backup? George um, Hill. He's he's not bad, but he would have been a great changeup coming off the bench. You put Tony Parker in there, who has the experience, who who know how to win uh, basketball games, who know how to set people up and set his players up. And a better win more games in San Antonio this year, and maybe um, get out of that. Um, don't lose the series. Mm-hmm. But Tony Parker in New York with uh, with Carmelo, with uh, Mari, and New York has just uh, raised their stock up. They've become a competitor. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that Dwayne Wade is just giving up on uh, this team of Miami? That okay, this is the best we could have done. I mean, this is the best season they had since Shaq left. He knows that, and, and they didn't even finish top five. They finished what six? What did they finish six? But yeah, and it's the East, so it don't matter. Yeah. East, you can get and in. Look what everybody six. else is doing. I yeah. mean, if jo- Joe Johnson's going to stay here, and they, this is a team that finished uh, third seed with the team they have now, and nobody's leaving now. Right. Okay. Then you got you got also who finished fourth? Milwaukee. Milwaukee could have easily finished third if they wouldn't have lost Bogut. And guess what? Michael Red is coming back. So Red to be back next year for exactly. that. Exactly. So this is a team, Milwaukee Bucks, who just also picked up um, uh, your boy uh, from. Um, uh, oh, I wish your boy they just brought in. Uh, well, who Milwaukee? Yeah, they just brought in a couple of uh, players. Uh, um, uh, Corey Maggette. They just brought in oh. Corey Maggette and another player as well. And they re-signed Salomons also, which was great. This man just went out and got you 20 points a game since being traded from Chicago to Milwaukee. So yeah. this Milwaukee team is solidified, can, be, can arguably be one of the top three teams in the whole NBA, NBA East. Next and year. I think they were because it was the hottest. It was one of the – other than teams in the playoffs, but it was the hottest, uh, you know, the Celtics and the um, Lakers. Other than that, they was probably the hottest team in the playoffs. And you saw – and you look at them and say, there's a lot of potential, and they have players that's injured right now. Mm-hmm. And until so, I think, uh, yeah, keep your eyes on Milwaukee next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, LeBron, you know, he, he he goes to his camp. He's holding a camp in Akron. He goes to his camp early, so I guess a decision we made at the end of the week for him. Yeah. And don't everybody don't understand, don't count out Boston. Who? Nobody counts out Boston, please. Oh yeah, you can't count out a team that's already uh, been mashed and gelled together already. Got to remember, wherever these players play go, it's going to take time to mash and gel. Boston yeah. is set. All right, well, look, hey, as always, another great show goes by fast. Um, we're going to do something about that, but we might do it somewhere else. Who knows? All right, man. This Kwame Lives of Sports. Sometimes Rich with Ken from the ATL. As always, appreciate you. Uh, Appreciate you guys coming on the show and putting all the great knowledge in, making a good, fun show. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yep, holla. Holla. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.